Hey guys, welcome back to Chai with Shy. Um, I'm gonna start off straight into it um, because first I've written something and then I'll talk a bit and then we'll get back to it. But on the 18th of June, 2017, um, I actually started recording this episode and I started reading what I'd written and then I had to write something just right now. So what I've written is, okay, so I'm gonna be honest. I've been extremely open about a great many things thus far, but we've reached a point where I am going to have to edit. This next chapter starts off about a random part of my distant family, and although it isn't as bad as it could have been, I'm going to have to skip it. As someone once said to me, if in doubt, leave it out. Don't worry, it's not juicy and dramatic, it's actually quite dull, I promise. Um, I read through this chapter, um, like basically I started recording it, and then I got into it, I got into it, um, and it was just, it's a bit unnecessary because all it is, is a very, very distant, very random part branch of the family who, as I was like working my way around and traveling and meeting people or whatever, and I stayed in their house for a while. Um, and it just, it was just, you know, different, you know, I've been raised very, very differently. Um, and similarly, you know, like when I first got to Hyderabad and I saw how wild and crazy, when I went to Goa and I met all of those people there and you know, they were all such an extreme, it, they are like this wild version, which is amazing. And I think a part of me forgot that, that there is this very strong traditional, um, like, you know, version of India too. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with it at all. Um, but I think for me, what had happened was I, I went to go stay and they're, they're the sweetest people, like so lovely, so nice. And, you know, like all of that, but just different. And there was an incompatibility there. Um, and so, you know, like there were little things where I remember one night I was supposed to go out and meet some friends. And so I was kind of basically told I had a 12 o'clock curfew. Um, and I am, um, was 23 years old and I called my mum and I was like, uh, excuse me? Uh, no. Um, and so, you know, like the, what I wrote, it's not, it's not rude. I'm not being a dickhead or anything. Um, but it, all it is, is it's, it's not, I don't care about how I'm conveyed in this paragraph because hopefully by now you realise that I don't really care how I'm conveyed, I'm just reading it all. Um, it's unfair to the family because it was just a naive 23-year-old's um, opinion um, and they don't deserve to be um, heard of like that. Um, whether or not you can tell who they are or whatever, it's irrelevant, it's, it's unfair to them. So basically I left that house and then I went to go back to my mum's aunt's who I'd stayed with quite a few times in Delhi already by this point. So I was back to hers and we can carry on now from the 18th of June 2011 to the chapter called Adult in Delhi. Now, work. So it's Saturday, today, and I am sitting at work. Can you believe it? Not just me working, but working on Saturdays. Hence the title of this chapter. So, what am I doing? Basically, I'm working on this whole, on this website for one of the family business companies. It's fun because I'm working with a woman called Kanika who is sweet, a bit annoying at times, and has a massive chip on her shoulder about money and all that, but I get on really well with her. We sit in my big office and work hard on the content and everything and then randomly get into these long conversations about a lot of different things. Then I have my little intern boy who has just finished his first year uni and is going, going into web development stuff, so he is here to help out. Although his purpose is completely pointless and he has hardly anything to do, but it, it's weird. When he comes into my office, I have to come up with jobs for him. I'm used to it being the other way around. So what have I learned from working here? 
Well, whenever I have, have worked anywhere else, I used to get really bored when I didn't have jobs to do. But now I've realised that in all companies, there are times when there just isn't stuff to do. And honestly, I do enjoy being in an office. And I definitely like being in my high position of power. It is bad because I'm 23 years old and shouldn't have this kind of authority. But I have learned that I have to have this kind of career where I sit in my office and other people do, main, do the main things and I oversee everything. Of course, I still maintain my position of wanting to work in India as well as London. Delhi itself, I'm not a fan of at all. I find it quite depressing and mundane, and it just kind of seems that people are here to work. I don't really have that many friends here, nor do I see it happening. I was hoping that I could start afresh with a whole new group of boys, but I think that any chance of that is gone, mainly because I'm too fixated on my Hyderabad boys. So I bet you're wondering what the most recent developments are with the boys. Let's begin. By the way, you can probably tell this isn't my most productive work day. So Gianni, I really do like him, you know. We've been BBMing a bit and he called last weekend, but the best was yesterday and today. So he called yesterday morning when he was hungover and blabbing on about normal stuff. Then he told me that his sister is engaged and is getting married on the 6th of July. My first question was wondering who she is marrying. So when I asked him, he replied by saying, me. Remember that whole incestuous thing he, I mentioned ages ago? So then he started to... Okay, I will emphasise, he's obviously not marrying his sister. She's marrying someone else. It was a joke. I didn't make that very clear. So then he started telling me to come to the wedding in Hyderabad and that I have to come and blah, blah, blah. So when I said that I have to check with Giovanna if I can stay, he told me that I could stay at his house. So anyway, he called me this morning at work and he said that he might be coming to Delhi to get clothes for the wedding. And if he does, then I have to go shopping with him. I would prefer if he goes and does his shopping and then I see him later. It would be so much fun to just hang out, eat food, drink, just like in Hyderabad with Lisa and Dylan. Also, when I'm with him, I do manage to forget about Dila. I really am sick of hopelessly wishing that he will appear one day with a bouquet of flowers and tell me he's sorry for everything he has said and he has behaved like a complete and utter dick. So what is happening with dickhead Dila? Well, with no surprises, he has been a complete dick. So after the whole love thing from when he was in, from when I was in Srinagar, I'd heard nothing from him. So by the time Friday came around, I decided to cave in and send him a message. Also, I had a few drinks in my system, obviously. So as, as all I said was, so are we friends yet again? And obviously no reply. On Saturday night, I had more alcohol and so sent him another message saying, so seriously, are you ignoring me now? And guess what? No reply. So on Sunday, I had had, had, had enough and just wanted to and just wanted to talk to him, so I tried to call him. Lo and behold, no answer, nor did he call me back. I just couldn't really deal with it, and so late that night I wanted to conduct a little experiment. He doesn't have my Delhi number, so I decided to call him from that number. It's fairly obvious what happens next, he answered. I froze and I hung up. Can you believe that? I, me, shy, actually freeze and don't say a word? What the fuck has this guy done to me? I mean, how lame has this whole paragraph been? I would love to say that at this point that I snapped out of my pathetic behaviour and got on with my life. But no, I didn't. I still knew that Tuesday was looming, the day he was supposed to come to Delhi. I think I may have been okay. It was mum's fault that I was dwelling so much. She called me on Monday and just said in a really sweet way that she was hoping I was all right because she knew that before I had Lisa to talk to and now I was on my own. So it wasn't only the content of what she said, it was also the implication that I am on my own now and I don't have anyone here 
that I am that close to to talk to. So needless to say, I was pretty depressed for the whole day. And when I got home, I had a long Skype chat with Lisa, which did make me feel a lot better. However, Tuesday was still coming. I called him when I was on Skype to prove to a point to Lisa, but this time he answered. All he said was, I'll call you back. And I hung up really quickly. Of course, he didn't call me back. But on Tuesday morning, after he changed his BBM status to Delhi, he sent me a message telling me that his life is so crazy busy that he doesn't even have time to get a glass of water. And he doesn't have time to reply to anyone, let alone replying to me asking if he is ignoring me. All I replied back saying was, okay then. And that was it. I did hold on to the dream that he might call later, but unsurprisingly, he didn't. Since then, I haven't been in touch with him at all, and I'm even considering removing him from my BBM list. I just don't see the point of having him on BBM when I just end up doing stuff that I hugely regret. And it's all very well deleting his number, but what good does that do? Because he still has mine, and that won't stop him from calling me when he gets drunk. I will illustrate just how bad this is. I actually want him to call me when he's drunk, just so I can talk to him. So from this whole boy drama I've had going on for almost four months now, I have concluded one thing. India has fucked me up. I am not that person who wants a boyfriend and settles down with a boring mundane life. I am not that person who calls a boy and then hangs up. And I am definitely not that person who constantly sends a boy a message when it's very, very clear that he doesn't want to hear from me. So my advice to myself is the following. Get a life. That was awful. That is absolutely terrible and um, I can't believe I did that and I'm actually really sad that like that he made that he brought that side out I mean I suppose ultimately ultimately it was my own fault but it's funny how you block these things out of your mind don't you like I mean there's a lot to be said on that because number one is like Delhi like the work thing yeah it sucked um I, I wasn't happy and like this whole like false sense of power is something that if you're from a business family in India, India is very good at making you feel like that. Um, and it was just like, you know, it was point, I was bored shitless. Um, I didn't have anything to do. I mean, I launched the website, which was great. Um, but I wasn't happy. And like, and like, you know, like that, that bit that I say about, about wanting to just hang out with, with Gianni when he came to Delhi, what was that? Was that actually, as much as I like Gianni as a friend and everything, it it wasn't that I wanted to hang out with him. I wanted that fun, you know, like that four of us, Dylan, Lisa, me, him, you know, like it was just easy and lovely. And like that was the part, that's what this whole traveling experience was about. And I think that being in Delhi for this time just did not. And it's crazy because that version of Delhi that I am reading and like, and I'm narrating to you, it's just, um, I've lived there for eight, well, just less than eight years. And that is not the Delhi that I know now. And it's crazy to think that like, I actually moved there after I remember how I felt at that point. So it's bizarre. I'm going to have to go away and reflect on like what changed and what made me, you know, maybe I just didn't want to be in London that badly that even Delhi was aware. I don't know. Anyway, we'll get to that. Um, I'm going to do a little bit more of the, of the next chapter only because the first two lines of the chapter makes me laugh. Um, so this is the 20th of June, 2011. The chapter is called Four Months. Fuck me. Four months since I left England. Can you believe it? It's like 10.45am and I'm sat here at work having just sent a long-winded Facebook message to a friend in London. Basically, I think I'm ready to go home. I don't know why all of a sudden today it has come up, 
but I was just in the car on my way to work this morning and it dawned on me. I want to go home. Now, this isn't a reflection of my time here and I'm not enjoying myself or whatever. I do just think slash feel that I can't really gain anything more from this. In fact, if anything, I feel like I'm going backwards and regretting to who I was before I came to India. Not that I was a bad person or anything. I just really like the little changes that have happened to me over the past four months. And if I stay here any longer, I do think I will end up thinking about home too much and not really grow in inverted commas anymore. I don't know what to do. I haven't even talked to mum about it yet and I can't figure out what she'll say. Every time I've joked about coming home, she said that I should. But now if I talk about it in a serious sense, I worry that she might think I'm being stupid and I should just stay. I'm desperate to talk to her, but it's 6.15am in Ickwood right now, so I will have to wait. Also, being as I'm ridiculously impulsive, I think it'll be good to reflect on it and not just jump on the first thought I have. I wrote in the message to my friend that I don't want to come home early and then end up regretting it and then end up regretting it somewhere down the line. I know what you're thinking and no, it's not because my boy life has been somewhat dormant recently. The boys are a contributing factor to my thought process, but really seriously not main, the main reason. Gianni is still being all persistent about his sister's wedding in July and saying I have to come for the Sangeet, which honestly I would love to, but I'm just not sure. I guess with him, I just want to see him to kind of hang out with him. If I go, then I will barely be with him because he's organising the whole thing and probably slashing his wrist that his sister didn't want a life of incest with him. It's not about wanting to sleep with him either. Or cuddle or kiss, although that would be very nice. I just really wouldn't really know anyone else there and I won't have anyone to hang out with. Not to mention the whole me and Indian outfits thing. I just don't I just know the few people that I do know would laugh. Last night as well, Dumman called me. I was quite surprised and also shitting myself because the last time I had a call from Dumman, the whole dealer love thing happened. But this was good. He was calling to invite me to his party on the seventh or eighth of July, which I think is his kind of engagement party. He too was very persistent, but I told him what I told Gianni, that I would definitely try. However, the big problem with Dumman's party, dealer. He will almost definitely be there, and I'm at that point now where I really don't want to see him. Like, not at all. With Gianni's sister's wedding, I'm pretty sure he won't be there because they don't like each other. But Dumman's, he definitely will be. So when I said that the boys were a contributing factor, I mean dealer is a contributing factor. The other guys are fine because, yeah, it will probably be great and if I can stay in touch and all that. And with Gianni, I probably will. But Dila, I could not be more done with him if I tried. In the past week, I've had two nights where I consumed alcohol and last night there was a lot of it and I didn't get the urge to message him. Nothing. Nada. Are we impressed? In fact, last night when I was drunk, I sent Gianni a message telling him I might be coming to Hyderabad next weekend. Oh, did I forget to mention that? Um, I think I'm going to stop there. Um, and we'll carry on that chapter next time. Um, but that's quite funny. Um, I sound really like defeated or something like, you know, like I've just lost a war or something like that. It's quite sad. Um, I think I really was just done, wasn't I? And that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that. It's been a long time that I've been away from home. And I think having Mona and, you know, then my, my mum and my brother were there and, you know, like I had like all these little snippets which, which kept it really fun. And then I think it all just kind of, I think in a very swift motion, it all went away. Um, and I think that's where it just kind of was like, ugh. And plus, you know, what we're in June in Delhi, like the heat is horrible. Um, and you know, like even now in these, in these years that I've, I've lived in India, 
I've never been in Delhi in June because it's just painful. It's so unbelievably hot, but I don't know. There's something really sad about my tone in this now. Like, I don't feel very... Well, I do feel nice about it. It's okay, I suppose. But, like, it's just a bit sad. I, don't, I wonder if, like, if I had the ability to, like, to compartmentalise, you know, like, put those boys in, like, the Hyderabad chapter of, of my travels and then... And then even if they even even if they lingered in the other parts, I wonder if I was able to like not be quite so obsessive with them. I wonder if Delhi that Delhi experience would have been better. I wonder if I would have met the people that I now know there. And like you know, like maybe if I'd have just exerted a little bit more effort, then maybe I could have like you know had a very 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 different different experience. But I was, you know, like the more I think about it, yeah, that I was completely hung up and not not just hung up on dealer and being massively obsessed with him, but hung up on, on all of those fun times and all of those really exciting, like, ah, like, oh, God, they were really fun, like Dylan and Gianni and all, like, it was very exciting. But anyway, that's it for now. Uh, tune in next time and we can finish off that chapter. Um, and thanks for listening. Bye.